never, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances whatsoever, build a website without doing this first. What are those things we're about to go through? I'll tell you in one second. My name is John Aiken. I'm the CEO of Web Canopy Studio, and this is the Website Conversion Show. I have seen a number of people who have come through the old Web Canopy Studio office and uh, asked us to do a little website critique before we get started on anything. And it's always, you, you can always tell the people who don't have a clue what they're doing and God love them. Like you can't feel bad. Like everybody who's tried to do their own website at one point or another have, you know, either just said, Hey, I'm going to follow along with whatever this outline from WordPress gives me or from this other company. Um, or they're just like, screw it. I'm going to wing it. I'm just going to go on my own and make the whole thing happen. And yeah, there's some, some of it's good. Sometimes there's usually like a gold nugget that you can pull out of it, but it's pretty obvious when people are just kind of winging it, when they're just kind of going with whatever they got to try and make something work. It's pretty easy to spot those that are just kind of um, thrown together in a really poor way. And so what I want to do today is outline just a handful of the steps. Really, there, there's four main things, arguably five. We could add a few more. But the, like the, the, the main things that you should never, ever, ever leave out before you go and build a new website. So I'm speaking to all of you small business owners, you entrepreneurs out there, you small SaaS companies who are just getting started and you're going to throw together a quick site and say, oh, this is our website. Or maybe you're a new marketing director and you're coming in and you're going to, you're sitting in the seat and the first thing you want to do is put together this website to, to kind of set the tone for the brand. Or maybe you're passing it off to somebody else who's going to do the website for you or with you, uh, just please don't let it be like your nephew's best friend's sister who whatever, right? Like make sure it's somebody who has a legitimate source of what they're doing, but you want to make sure that they don't forget any of these steps. All right. So without further ado, let's dive into the, the most important things that you have to do before you start any new website project. Number one, the first thing that we have to make sure that we are doing is review our current site. We're gonna look at a site audit. There's a number of free tools out there that will give you a site audit that will score your website based on, you know, all kinds of things within SEO, within credibility, within content and so on. Create a new site audit. Uh, you're, you're gonna look at things like, what kind of content do I have? What are we currently ranking for? Where are the places that we are really, really struggling? Google has wonderful tools for this. You can look at all the different things inside of uh, Lighthouse and a bunch of different you know, quick reference guides in order to figure out what are the really critical items of the site that, that should not be addressed or that should be addressed. So we're gonna look at a site audit as number two, number, number one. Number two, we're going to look at outlining our goals. My biggest concern is this. It's that we're going to just go through the website because we know we need to do a website. And so we're just going to go through and make a site and it's going to say, okay, well, the, the owner of the company said he wanted to put X, Y, and Z on the site. So we're just going to do that. And we make it kind of, you know, whatever we need it to be. And we go off and we look at our competitors and we go off and look at our friends from college and what their companies are doing. And we find other people that we happen to just like their website. And we start piecing together the things on that, uh, on our website based off of that data. And that becomes our website. That is, 
it's okay from an inspiration standpoint. Like I get it. I do the same thing. I see people's websites all the time and I'm like, that's really cool. That's a really great, you know, I look at websites for the last 13 years and I still am looking at things and like, Hey, that's a really genius way of uh, solving that problem. But we can't let that be our entire website process, right? We can't let that be the thing that drives everything that we do because it's not unique to the goals that we have. So we have to set our own goals. We have to get some clarity around where are we going? What is our finish line? I can't tell you how to do anything on your website if I don't know where you want to be in two years. If it's even going to be the same website, is the internet even going to be the same in, you know, two, three, four years? I guarantee it won't. So how do we build the website in a way that it evolves and that it's ready to, 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 to handle these kind of transitions in the market? Well, we need to look at things like, like purpose and, and reasons and why we have this specific website in the first place. Is it lead generation? A lot of the times people come and they, I'm doing like a discovery call with them. I'm, I'm talking to them in some kind of a strategy session. And they are telling me we need a new website because the brand just doesn't look right. The brand doesn't look good. We're not getting enough uh, brand recognition. Okay, I understand. Walk me through what does that mean? And lo and behold, the actual issue that they have, the actual reason that they need a new website in the first place is because they're not getting leads. They're not getting calls on their calendar. They're not getting people to book demos. And so they're just not generating customers. Therefore, they're not getting a positive return on investment from what it is that they are spending their money on, which is website and marketing tools, okay? And so what we wanna do is understand how we can make the website in two years or one year, whatever the finish line is for us, how we can make the website actually be a major catalyst for that growth. How can we have the website be one of the biggest vehicles, the biggest driver of taking us from where we are to where we're going? right? We have to set goals and we have to make benchmarks and progress points along the way. Number three, when we know our goals, we want to start diving into the ways that we can hit our goals. And again, this is all before anything is done on the website. This is before anything is done on the website. So we want to understand our audience so that we know what it is we're trying to do with them in order to hit our goals. We're not going to land a bunch of clients if we're not answering a bunch of problems that our clients have. We're not going to be able to bring clients to us if the website's not answering or solving the problems or the issues that people are having regularly. Okay. No one's going to book a call on your calendar if your calendar's not even there. Right. So we need to start looking at, we'll look at the goals and then we want to start looking at what the audience needs, what our customers, what our persona needs in order to break down little by little as time goes on, how we're going to help them get there. All right. So that's number three, understanding our audience, understanding their pains, understanding their challenges. Number four is around making a site map, right? We easily, easily would get lost if we go and drive off into another state and we have no clue where we're going. We're not on the interstate. We're driving through county roads in some foreign place we have never been ever. And we're expected to then figure out how to get somewhere else once we're there, once we're lost. Okay. We have to treat our website the exact same way, not only from a user perspective to make it super easy for your customers to know exactly like that, um, what they're looking for, that they're going to get what they need and they're going to have questions answered, but also from a usability standpoint, if you have other people working on your website and they're working as part of your marketing team and they're going through 
different scenarios of questions and content and pieces, and they don't know what it's for or where it's going, you need to be like, hey, these are the main problems. They're going to go on this page, this page, and this page because the sitemap is there and the sitemap is answering these questions for those pages. That's going to be a very, very easy transition for you to go from confusion to clarity. And what does a sitemap need to look like? Well, sitemap is a very funny word because it's not necessarily defined and used consistently across the board. There are sitemap files that you can create that are automatically created for you on most website platforms or plugins. And those files basically tell search engines what content exists on your site and what pages are, are uh, child pages to parent pages and so on. You don't really have to worry about that too much. Most of the time, that's all addressed for you. When we use the term sitemap, we're specifically thinking of the guide, the guardrails, the, the map, the literal map of what is being built or what is going to exist and why. And so you could even just use a simple Excel spreadsheet and list out all the pages. You want to list out what content is on those pages or what the purpose of that page is, who it's for, and so on. And when you have this map, Okay, you can now go look at the audit and see if you missed anything, see if there's anything critical that was listed on the audit of this is really good or this is really bad and we need to address it. You can look at your goals, right? We've outlined the, the goals of the website and we can say we have or have not set in motion a plan to start hitting these goals based off of those pages. You know very well if the goal is to get a bunch of people to learn about this kind of product and there's zero content around that product and the problems that it solves and and the ways that your customers are going to be able to get value from hearing from you well then we have a gap in our sitemap that we have to fill and we need to go and start programming what that looks like okay so those are all the examples inside of of using our uh, our sitemap and again the other piece of just understanding the audience and where they want to go and what what else they need and making sure things exist there the last piece of this, we'll call it the fifth. Um, you, you could, I mean, there's tons of other things we could add in there if we really want to get granular around technical setup and things like that. But the fifth thing that I would add into here, which kind of ties onto the fourth one, is around a redirect strategy, a proper 301 redirect strategy. The, the issue that a lot of people see when they go from one website to another is a drop in traffic. And they're concerned, especially when they move from one platform to another. And I would be concerned too. I would not want to spend money and, you know, risk losing a lot of credibility and risk losing traffic and potential customers. And it's scary. It's not fun. One of those reasons why that happens though is because of a poor 301 redirect strategy or no 301 redirect strategy at all. And I know a lot of you are hearing me say redirects, 301s, like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Let's say today your website exists. It has 25 pages on it. It's been around for five or six years, okay? 25 pages existing on the website today. And in the new website that you're designing, that you're developing, or that your sitemap is laid out to address, there's only 22. So what has to happen is we're going to have to kill some of those pages that don't need to exist anymore, whether they're consolidated, whether it's like an old thing that's not even a, a page anymore, there's no, no use to talk about it. So we're going to remove that page from the site seems like a pretty normal thing. It's housekeeping, it's house cleaning. We're going to a new site. Let's make it look good and be, be as appropriate and effective as possible. But what happens is if we don't tell the search engines that, hey, this site used to have a bunch of other pages and they're no longer here, but now instead of pointing at those pages, we want you to go look over here instead. 
we are creating this thing where we're having Google look at the site and say, I used to have 25 sources and now I have 22 sources. What gives? What do I do? And dock your website. And so what ends up happening is in a really large site or, or a, a large uh, website migration, we have the situation where there's lots of different links or domains or URLs changing. And that's the other thing is like when, when pages change name, so it might be website.com slash one, two, three. And then the new website, it's website.com slash blog slash one, two, three. And if we don't appropriately tell Google, Hey, this changed and you got to send that content there. Well, we're going to have a drop in traffic and it's going to harm us over time. So proper redirect strategy is essential. And all of those together are what's going to make your website really, really solid foundationally when you're moving into, uh, into the design, the development, the content stage, wireframing, and so on. Arguably, I could probably go on and on and on about several others, but those are the key critical ones that you never want to build a website without at least having some kind of thought towards that. Let us know if you guys have any questions. I think that's it for the day, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Oh, one more thing, by the way website conversion assessment. You haven't checked it out yet. You need to. I don't know why you haven't checked it out yet. Webcanopystudio.com slash assessment. It is awesome. It's 30 questions. It's on our website. It's a, essentially it's like a quiz calculator kind of thing. And you're going to go through and answer 30 different questions based off of the six different kinds of elements that your website need to possess in order to get really strong conversions and really strong lead generation happening. And so it's going to give you these open questions. You're going to answer them honestly for on a scale of one to five, how you feel you're doing in each of those. And based off of your answers, it's going to provide to you the, the, the recommendations and the guidelines and the outlines that you should look into as you go in and evolve up within your own website strategy. So all that being said, take a look, webcanopystudio.com slash assessment, and we'll catch you next time.